0: The Sea of Monsters, chapter one. My best friend shops for a wedding dress. My nightmare started like this. I was standing on a deserted street in some little beach town. It was the middle of the night. A storm was blowing. Wind and rain ripped at the palm trees along the sidewalk. I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Braden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood. Join us as we journey back through a childhood favorite series.
1: And see what lessons we can learn as adults from these books that meant so much to us as kids. Here we are, folks. Season 2.
0: <laughs> so ready. Truly so, so ready.
1: I know, we finally finished The Lightning Thief and everything involved in The Lightning Thief. Literally, we scraped the bottom of the barrel.
0: We really did. We really <laughs> did. Truly.
1: <laughs> and now we have The Sea of Monsters
0: do we ever wow that movie's gonna be fun to get to but maybe not think about that right now huh? but let's not talk about that right <laughs> now because that
1: <laughs> is too emotionally taxing
0: cursed yeah true all right
1: before we get into the episode follow us on social media at return to camp everywhere and also check out our patreon
0: yeah and our yeah. red bubble store yeah, our Red bubble store. please um buy things from us. We are creatives.
1: <laughs> yes, and and we will be uploading uh new designs very soon, actually. So keep an eye out for that.
0: <laughs> I wanna give a special shout out to our legendary demigod level patron Ashley.
1: Woo! Thank you. Woohoo! You if, did it. And if you want to become a patron as well, click the link in the bio. For just five dollars a month, you can get access to our Kane Chronicles series that we're doing. Uh, Neve gave me the, the sign for three, but the Kane Chronicles series is not available for the first level.
0: It basically. isn't. Oh, fuck! All right.
1: Uh, but it might be soon.
0: Uh, <laughs> That's awkward. Ashley walked so you all could run. Ashley okay. walked so you all could <laughs> run. She's doing the work, so you don't have to. Actually, you do have to. Please do.
1: (laughs) Please do the work. All right. And now we're ready to talk about chapters one and two. My best friend buys a wedding dress and we play dodgeball with cannibals through the theme of discovery.
0: Discovery. Yeah. Discover that. Yeah.
1: As always, we have a 30 second recap coming up this week to kick off sea of monsters we have ava
0: Mm, yeah we do huh i uh, should be interesting i have nothing planned for this i did not write anything out so we'll see i mean not the most happened they were pretty short chapters yeah no that's true i was kind of grateful for that because i progressed
1: (laughs) all right let me let me pull up my timer. This is so weird. It's been so long since we've recorded an actual reading episode.
0: I know. She yeah, has all of those like wrap up episodes for the lightning thief in between.
1: Oh yes. Oh yes. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna count you in.
0: Three,
1: two, one
0: pov you're asleep you're but you're dreaming that your best friend is like running from a monster or something but you don't really know because he's been gone all year and also he's a satyr and then so you're at school and you're um you're like this is my last day of school and it's gonna go well and then you play dodgeball and there's a mean guy and then he has um friends that are also mean and turns out that they're monsters and they try to um pummel you with dodgeballs and they're fiery and you don't die though Oh. You got mostly everything. You got most everything, of it. Except for the entire character of Tyson. I was just going to
1: say you missed Tyson. Uh, I no. did really like POV You're Asleep.
0: I like, I feel it is necessary to start all of my summaries with that. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> POV.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But also, if I may tack something on, um, Annabeth pulled up at the very end, too. Yes, Annabeth's here. Which I forgot, and, which is cool. And
1: Annabeth is not Percy's girlfriend. Totally no. not his girlfriend. He totally Absolutely. doesn't have a crush on her.
0: No. He just printed out a picture of her to put in his notebook when she's not there. Because Annabeth- he <laughs> just lurked outside his window. It's a totally like- platonic way, yeah.
1: They were both, like, stalking each other. Like, beginning of this book, she's outside his window. He has a picture of her. Yeah. Like, they're friends, but, like, like, just her. It was a little... This was a lot on both sides. Like, they become very cute, but, like, it starts off a lot at the beginning of this book.
0: It does. So platonic, right? (laughs) Super
1: platonic. Mm
0: -hmm. They're
1: just friends.
0: They're just friends. So,
1: what did we forget, guys? I Um. forgot about Tyson. Not, like, I actually forgot about Tyson, but I forgot that he, like, started off, like in the real world with him and then like he didn't know um
0: yeah i was compl- i was thinking that too i did forget tyson's origin story um and oh, like gosh, why I... percy knows him
1: oh and that he was like a charity project for yeah, this I forgot that he was
0: homeless. i, forgot I was that. like that is literally criminal like yeah you're taking in a homeless kid but you're not solving the prop like the homeless problem like what literally it really it's very interesting to me cuz like I immediately thought of like how this is like such like a progressive school like that would I don't know it it really pointed towards like the the problems with like institutions that act like they're so progressive and holy <laughs> when they're not because they're veiling how awful they are
1: it's very like the liberal elitist problem yep
0: that's exactly what it was thinking. It,
1: it did remind me a lot of the school i went to for high school i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> uh it was not a private school like we weren't paying to be there but uh in the similar like hippy dippy like liberal school like sitting on bean bags and like <laughs> stuff like that was like hit hit home for me and
0: yeah. mm-hmm. part of it did for me too not we weren't hippie-ish but there were there was some false yeah uh, uh.
1: yeah and like the fact that they didn't get grades like like real grades like me either oh we got grades we have like a standards-based i'm not gonna describe to you the grading system of my okay. high school because that's not interesting but to the point it I was to, similar
0: i went to stone cold public school so this this didn't really <laughs> hit home for me yeah that's but a- yeah that's a really good point it, it, always, it like, alarmed me that they were, like, you know, at the charity case we're helping out this underprivileged kid, and I'm like, yeah, but he's still living on the street, like... Exactly. Um...
1: He's, <laughs> like, living in a refrigerator box? Oh, yeah. my God. And
0: he's in seventh grade. Or, well, I think, I don't know. But, um... But I
1: was also upset that he, was like, wasn't living with the Jacksons. I was like, Sally, I know. like, I know he g- goes on to like, to, he moves in with them eventually, right? A, is after this book?
0: I cannot remember.
1: But, come on. Or, I actually don't remember if he actually is like, is living there, or is like, living under the sea. I forget his entire deal. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, me too. Because it says that they've called Child Protective Services about him, and he doesn't exist, and like, they say that they go to the alleyway that he lives in, like, people come to try, like, the police come to try and find him, and like, he's not there. Yeah. So, he does actually live somewhere else. I don't remember. Me but just that content is a little alarming because they believe him to be homeless. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yep, yep,
0: yep, And then when he got upset because he didn't know if he would come back next year because he was like, we don't know if the community service project is going to carry over, like, guys. <laughs> right. Oh That's my god. so god. That. Mm. Hated
1: it. Mm. I I really liked the moment when they're like in the beginning of the second chapter, the fact that they're all out on, in the playground and like without adult supervision to learn how the like to experience the Lord of the Flies, and I was like, oh my god, this is the worst, but also fantastic, kind of. Yeah, a great learning.
0: Interesting. I was like, I would like to participate in that.
1: <laughs> a social experiment. Yeah. <sighs> what else we forget?
0: This isn't something I forgot. Actually, it is. Like the opening scene of this, Percy's dream came like rushing back to me in like such a vivid memory of me. First getting this book, like me
1: too, like I, reading like,
0: it for the first time because I was so hyped to have it because I was like, oh my god, like I get the next book, I get to like continue the story and stuff. And I remember reading it and being like, like I just really didn't expect the book to open up with like Grover's in mortal danger. <laughs> yeah, like, re the dream sequence like over and over, like what? <laughs>
1: i know i was like so like when we started the lightning thief we were talking about wow this is so slow like this the beginning of this book is like such a slow burn Mm -hmm. slow exposition this book bam zero to 60 right out of the gate grover's in danger there are cannibals
0: and like cannibals you (laughs) you can see some clear like oh we're trying to do some quick recap like this is who Grover is. Oh this yes. Is yeah. Kind of the yeah. like, mist and like why I'm going to camp. Like he tries to do some quick like reminding you what was the story, but it really jumps right in. Mhm.
1: I was like, "Oh, oh, oh, okay, we're we're on it. Now we're there's danger, we're there's a lot of danger." I forgot. I don't know. It doesn't actually say this anywhere, but when they're talking about like chiron like doesn't want him to go back to camp i was like wait why does chiron not want to go back to camp like what was the thing i was like oh my god i kind of like going into this book was like oh this is the book where percy goes off to find grover yes i forgot about the entire golden fleece thing me too the fact that like talia's tree is dying and they're going to get the golden fleece spoiler heavy podcast Uh sorry about that Um, i
0: forgot it's weird because i've completely remember I remember everything about like the Argo and like you know everyone who like pulls up to it but I didn't remember why I guess and like how that affected camp yeah
1: and I I remember that Clarice is on her own thing but I didn't remember that like it is Clarice's quest and Percy goes off because he wants to find Grover uh we don't learn any of this in this chapter yeah but my memory was jogged.
0: But we heard the beginning of like, oh, Chiron doesn't want you to come back to camp. And we were like, yes, because. And like, it just triggered everything. Yeah. yeah, and
1: then Annabeth is like, oh, have you not heard about the trouble at camp? Right, that happened. I, I did the thing where I accidentally read a, the beginning of the next chapter too. So like. Yeah. Actually, does she mention that in this chapter? I'm I
0: pretty thought- sure I- the second chapter ends because I also accidentally read ahead. Like, I literally had no idea I passed the mark um, until it's... I looked at, like, chapter four, and I was like, oh, uh-oh. But I'm pretty sure <laughs> chapter two ends with them just, like, hopping out of the school building. Yeah. Okay. And then Annabeth's like, I've been here for all day. <laughs> like, I, you know, I've been here all day. And like, <laughs> I've, I've been here been for, day. for all day. let anyway, so back. <laughs> but I think that's how it ends, because I remember I, he, like, they, like, hop out of, a wall in the building that's been like blown open yeah that is a uh, crazy sequence and I just want to know what the mist said happened like what me too me too with the craters in the gym (laughs) like I couldn't not think of my high school gym like I was thinking of it the whole yeah um I was thinking of it the whole time and like I was like what would it look like to have literal fireball craters in the floor of the gym and like how would it look for people to just not see that like I don't
1: so interestingly I like had such a distinct picture when I read this the first time when I was young of, like, my elementary school, because I read it in elementary school, like, my elementary school gym, and when I reread it, I pictured my elementary school gym very distinctly. Me
0: too! Me too! I'm literally thinking of the scene now. I only can imagine it in my elementary school gym. Interesting. Yeah, because I think I read mine, I, I think I read it in, like, early middle school, so, like, I think I read it in sixth grade, but, like, my middle school is also my high school, and we uh, use... Yes. The same gym. So I was like, yeah, it's just that one. <laughs> it's just the field house. Yeah. But I was like trying to think about like how to picture it in like the college gym. No, <laughs> it just didn't work for me. Like I just couldn't
1: in the life sport center at Muhlenberg. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was like, what does a gym actually look like on campus? Like I forgot.
1: <laughs> I forget what campus. We went looks in like there
0: one time. Yeah, I went there for one class, and it was only half. Like 400 is also doing well.
1: Oh yeah! If if any of our listeners want,
0: open today. If,
1: if our listeners want a life update, um, Neve has moved back onto campus because she is an RA. Um, mm-hmm. Ava and I are stuck at home. But if you're watching this on Patreon, you see a video. I'm in a new recording location because I redid my room, and so now I have a nice podcasting setup at my
0: desk still in my basement <laughs> my same chair <laughs> but it's a good I'm, chair. In my, I'm in my lovely single at college <laughs> with all the freshmen it's been fun I <laughs> wish I was there that'd be so fun I kind of like like do little road trip moment of how fun would that be? Like, if we all happened to be there at the same time and we recorded an episode live, like, unless... Oh, <laughs> we will we... talk about this more afterwards, but I have much to say. You... Okay, 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 good. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> anyways, the <laughs> <receive> Sea Monsters. <laughs> I had to tie it into the episode thing. I had to... <laughs> like, yes. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Um, yes. So, anything else we forgot, or should we move on to the theme?
0: Ooh. Um... No, the the gym scene really did kind of cement in my brain just because I was always really bored during gym. In yeah. School, so I just like imagined this happening. So that one I really did remember.
1: I do have to say, like, so I remember these chapters like very distinctly. This second chapter made me love dodgeball because I always thought, thought of this. That's so fun. Like, Hell yeah. I'm like Percy Jackson playing dodgeball. Very thinly veiled association there.
0: Um, Mm.
1: but anyways our theme this week discovery Mm. where do we see discovery in these chapters
0: oh she's just discovering all the time (laughs) 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 poor boy oh he doesn't want to be but it's just his natural state i guess i feel like this the book picks up after like a long string of normalcy. Like Mm -hmm. he mentioned how he's had like a totally normal year, like no monsters, it's all been good, um, no interruptions. And then we have a discovery (laughs) of something else. And I think it's also funny because when this book picks up, like we talked about at the end of the book, we were like, well, this is the end of loser Percy. And this book picks up and it's like, I'm still loser Percy. (laughs) (laughs) You're <laughs> like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, he
1: kind of does does revert a little bit. I I think what you're saying presents an interesting thing about like discovery and change. You know, like when you make like he discovers, like Percy has Percy himself has two big discoveries in this chapter. I guess three, maybe. Like one, Grover's in danger. Two he discovers the Lystragonian giants, which is kind of just like a chapter specific thing. Whereas Grover is like a book specific thing. And the other book specific discovery he makes is that something's wrong at camp. And so when he discovers these things, he learns when he learns new information, it also creates a change. And it's like interesting about the nature of discovery, where I think we think discovery is a great thing. Like you think like scientific research and discovery and innovation and that kind of stuff. But like, his discovery of these new facts means that, oh, the string of normalcy is over. Like he, he doesn't have his relaxing, like jet, like typical school year anymore. Uh, he gets thrust back into chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right.
0: <laughs> he said, I that. also find it interesting that like, Yet another thing, I feel like in the beginning of the last book, I was like, Why is no one telling him anything? And then we find out that Sally's like known that something's wrong at camp. And like known that he that Chiron said, like, don't come back. Like when was she gonna tell him this? Like, love Sally, love Sally forever. But like Like
1: why did she wait till the day before?
0: I know. Time to start communicating. (laughs)
1: So let's be and real. And
0: won't be so intensely felt if you just, like, start telling. Like, why is everything always, like, a last-minute bomb? I mean, probably for writing purposes. And actually, no. Why is everything always a last-minute bomb?
1: And, like, I'm going to give Sally the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to think in my mind that Chiron told her, like, the night before. Because y'all know I have my own issues with Chiron. Like
0: what are your issues with chiron Speak. i think
1: he doesn't tell percy enough i feel like he he
0: protects him
1: i think he's overprotective in a way that hurts he percy
0: Percy and ava protects <laughs> he's my dad
1: <laughs> i know i know that chiron's your dad but i have questioned his parenting skills
0: uh-oh
1: uh-oh I don't dislike Chiron. I'm not saying I dislike Chiron. I just think he makes some questionable choices sometimes. And okay. he just he just keeps leaving things out until he absolutely needs to know. And then he gets blindsided by these huge things because no one's like, oh, by the way, when it first comes up. Like he's always like, oh, well, you were almost killed. It's probably time to tell you now. And I
0: can kind of excuse it for Sally. Because I feel like she, it's not, like, a good reason to do this, but I feel like she wants to, like, hold on to the normalcy. So she might withhold information from Percy just to, like, keep him near her. Mm. It's, like, selfish, but it might just be, like, it it might be her reasoning for it. Chiron, though, it's literally his job.
1: Right. Mm. His job is to prepare Percy for the world. And... That's in somewhat Sally's job, too, because it's the job of parents to prepare their child for the world, but it's also their job to protect them and also, like, keep him... Like, it's not her fault that she wants to keep him close and keep his life as normal as possible. Um, Kyra knows better. He knows that Percy could die at any moment. Um, Please prepare him.
0: But I think that there's a danger in telling him too much because, A, like, he's very impulsive and, like, B you know, like neither of them know like it's it's difficult because he trusts him a lot so he trusts him to go do things but then if he tells him too much like he doesn't know what monsters will be after him like because of the mentioning of them yeah I feel like so i feel like that's a problem so i feel like he just tries to like balance on that thin line and like sometimes it just doesn't work but like at the same time there's so many variables i don't know
1: yeah Another place I saw discovery um we don't, we don't really okay, it was kind of like the foreshadowing of discovery, you know uh, is in the first chapter, Grover, like his whole uh mission is to discover or try to find Pan.
0: Mm, that's real
1: and and he encounters this danger on on this mission of discovery. Also, uh they made the note that like no one comes back alive from this mission in like this first chapter and I was like
0: yeah
1: <laughs> I realized that was a silent facial reaction and this is
0: podcasting is not a visual medium. Is... Okay. okay. But we'll... I th-
1: I think you could feel the energy. So
0: Wait, like... did you forget about that?
1: No. I was saying it was a moment of discovery. Neve, we are in the themed section of our podcast. <laughs>
0: okay. We're not talking,
1: we've moved on from stuff we forgot about. <laughs> about. We're professionals here. You should do better.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> We're professionals here.
1: I was more laughing at the part that I said, do better because I thought that was funny um yeah. I haven't bullied Neve in a while
0: you Sorry, really I haven't care. I've actually noticed that there has I... been aww
1: <laughs> so um <laughs> I know this this didn't happen in this chapter but a moment in this series where discovery happens is when they're lost in New Jersey and they discover that New, New Jersey sucks
0: <gasps> True. My God. Thanks. I'm not saying New Jersey is the best place, but it's just not that bad. Like, I miss her. I had a good time those past few months when I got to stay home.
1: Did you? Let's I not guess... glorify quarantine. Guys, everyone, I hope you know that Neva's glorifying COVID. She thinks it was a great opportunity. Um, I'm sorry, that is something awful that I should not be like.
0: That could be taken out of you. context in like three seconds, but I just don't hate New Jersey. Well, you know, a lot of the ice cream places that are around, which are like there's at least 70 ice cream places near me, and they're all really good. That's enough for me right there. Nice.
1: This is like not really related to what we're talking about, but I had to note the fact that, um, since we're no longer reading the lightning thief i no longer have to worry about how thief is spelt
0: thank god <laughs> thank god i misspell it all the time too it's really bad but yeah. like you're
1: you haven't been misspelling it on like promotional material and like <laughs> like everything we post about this is spelled wrong
0: i'm trying to think of the other oh other words that are troubling. i can
1: spell monsters I can spell monsters.
0: Good. So happy for you. Can you spell Labyrinth?
1: Labyrinth, that might be a struggle for me.
0: Alright. Um what actually
1: I'm I'm good with long words. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. That should be a problem. Uh Battle of the Labyrinth, Titan's Curse, simple, easy. Um
0: Last Olympian,
1: Last Olympian. I might spell Olympian wrong. Like I might mix up the L and the Y. No, I won't. That's an easy word to spell.
0: We're manifesting it now.
1: We're manifesting it now.
0: Perfect spelling.
1: <laughs> Perfect spelling will occur. Yes. Alright, any moments of discoveries, or do we move on to our uh sus? <laughs> Our sus.
0: I think, like, ugh, can I get stupidly meta? I think, like, the little dream moment of Grover, I don't know, it's like discovering a problem with a mission of a discovery like i don't know like
1: yeah that is very meta but that's what we do here
0: that's true like you can argue that a dream like i don't know a dream in percy's context it's always like discovering something about like you know the um, godly world or whatever um so he's kind of like discovering a problem or like you know discovering danger on a mission of discovery which is like whoa you know Wow. Um, I like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's kind of my main one I think other than like discovering that like oh no they're cannibals
1: <laughs> oh yeah they are cannibals it's really brushed over
0: yeah yeah it's like kind of just like a buzzword for the title and then they're like oh they eat people anyways they're throwing fireballs I was like oh my god like they uh, what <laughs>
1: uh, I feel like when I was growing up I was, was like oh like cannibals is like a type of Giant, or like a type of magical creature, or something. Now I know that cannibals are people who eat people.
0: Yeah. Also,
1: are they cannibals if they're not human?
0: Huh? Huh? Maybe because they have like human forms.
1: Maybe because they're they're humanoid and like are just like mostly bigger, and that's the only difference. Yeah. Uh, it.
0: Maybe. What constitutes
1: how, how do you classify cannibal do
0: you classify cannibalism you
1: <laughs> but like no, but like if you think about like other monsters in this like are they cannibals even if they're not humanoid like you have but you also you have like half human um mm. monsters too hmm I'm trying to think of like a specific case um I can't think of, like, a specific one. But, like, okay, the cleaning harpies. The um, cleaning harpies are sentient. Right. They are, But they are not humans, but they eat people. Are they cannibals? No. Right. But these giants are cannibals.
0: Just because I feel like they are humanoid, you know? Are yeah.
1: cyclops cannibals? Do all the cyclops eat people or just the big ones?
0: that's question. just
1: like just polythemus or like yeah
0: technicalities <laughs> we're diving into right
1: now so like is it i get and i guess it's like hard like is it a race of cannibals like a race of monsters out of cannibals mm-hmm. or like culturally are the light Strigonians cannibals i think no. i
0: think it's cultural oh. like like, like it was culturally like that,
1: like they're like like the giants are like a a species overall, but and specifically these Lystragonian giants are cannibals because they well, eat people,
0: and that's on anthropology yeah. because they kept referring to each other as like brother and stuff. I really think it might just be a culture thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What an was, interesting um, discussion. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, um,
1: mm-hmm. let us know what you think. What's your opinion Cannibal. on, can- on cannibalism in the,
0: sure
1: the, the R- verse? <laughs> Share your thoughts down below.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh write a review <laughs> to us that that talks about sure cannibalism.
0: I actually love to see it. Yeah.
1: Actually if if you're able to write a review for us and tie in cannibalism, uh we will read it on the show because yeah. I need that in my life.
0: Me too. Um <laughs> The, app, the podcast like the apple podcast store is supposed to be like what the hell
1: is going on it's gonna be like the only review under there too it's just one review talking about cannibalism and people are like what is this show um me too
0: intrigue you know it's, you get me. yeah
1: they're like we gotta listen cannibalism I guess man okay let's move on cause I feel like we're getting too into this topic
0: yeah not a fan person sass moments Oh. Mm. Okay,
1: mine is not is not a specific quote even though that is typically what these are. Mm-hmm. Mine is a like plot device kind of. Interesting. Um it is a development. Uh it is the fact that uh there's the moment in the beginning of chapter 2 where the bully, I already forgot his name because I have zero memory capacity uh is like mm-hmm. oh is that your girlfriend and they like rip up the picture and stuff and then Annabeth appears later and he's like Fuck <laughs> the pretty girl is his girlfriend like like I am the fool I am Boo Boo the Fool.
0: I am Boo Boo the Fool you know like,
1: he played himself. himself
0: really did That's um my moment I'm not going to look back because I didn't write it down. But it was just the general thing when Annabeth was being really cold to Tyson. And Percy was like, hey, hey, why are you doing that? <laughs> just like being like, what's wrong with you? Like defending Tyson. Because everything he said back to Annabeth in that moment was just like, like sass moment, but also really sweet. He was defending him. And also, I think we learned later, but like, why is Annabeth being so mean to him? <laughs> like, hmm. I, I do forget about that. Fun little mystery for now, huh? Mine was, um, it's just, like, very funny to me. Percy's, like, sheer faith that he puts in, like, the idea that the locker room will just absolutely erupt into flames because it's so disgusting in there and the fumes are flammable. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. I just thought that was very funny. He's like, I know that it cannot withstand heat because it is not a normal climate, so therefore <laughs> it will blow up and I will get ripped out. Like, that is a life-or-death situation that you were staking on how disgusting a room is. I axe he's great. Yeah. Literally, literally. So I thought that was very funny.
1: All right. Our final... Segment, as ever. Time yeah. to offer things to people. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, that was my very po- uh, poetic way of saying that. I really talked very well right in that moment there.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: no problems with my talking. Uh, please someone else start talking now because... I don't know what's happening.
0: Okay. I mean my offering is to go over. I knew someone oh quit. I, I literally a... do well. gonna... <laughs> like I know he's in a dream kinda. Well, not I mean, you know, I know he's like presented as being in a dream, but like he's clearly not doing well. <laughs> um and he just really deserves the best. And that will never change from book to book, you know. So I just hope, I, I wish for him, I mean, okay, we kind of know the things that happen, but I hope the chase gets less violent <laughs> for him soon. Oh. We won't have many opportunities to do it during this book, so it's good that someone got it in now. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Raiden, right, do you want to go or should I? Um, you go. Okay. <laughs> so, my offering is for Tyson. Because yeah. It's kind of messed up, guys. Like, whatever the situation is, if you think, like, no one's helping him out. And I just felt the idea that he's been taking on as, like, this charity case was just, like, so icky to me. Because it just, like, totally dehumanizes a person. And, like, puts them as, like, a, a promotional stunt rather than, like, an actual care for a student because even... Oh, sorry. <laughs> even the teachers don't even really seem to, like, care about him, which is so awful because if you're going to do this charity case and you're going to, like, make it this example of how progressive and great your school is then like, actually include him in the school, you know? Yeah. So yes first offering for tyson probably not the last <laughs> <laughs> there will be so many
1: <laughs> my offering is also for tyson but for yeah. a different reason for uh just like jumping in and like taking a flaming dodgeball to the chest yeah. and then brushing it off and getting up and like like, who wants more, bitch? Like, who wants some fucking more? I am not done here. <laughs> yeah, that's it, really. I was just very proud of him for that.
0: Yeah, that was epic. I was. It was a good
1: moment. Okay, and for this season, we're adding a new segment that we're tacking on to offerings. We're um, each going to say, a person who has uh, done the worst for this chapter, just been absolutely shit and uh, has made everything awful, and we hate them. Um, And so who's gonna get voted off the island? Who's gonna get sent to Tartarus? Who's going to be sent to the fields of punishment? Um, Mm -hmm. Who needs to get like, kissed by Arachne, like, in her spider form? Like, (laughs) who needs the absolute worst? Um, And I'm gonna go first to Chris in this segment and i'm gonna choose smelly gabe you know how i'm gonna do that know how i'm gonna justify that let's let me explain to you how i got to this so in the these chapters percy talks about how they can't really afford to help tyson or help uh no uh to can't really afford to do that i don't know what i was going with there but can't afford to like go to and do things like go to a skate shop because they don't have a lot of money and because he's going to private school and sally is uh taking night classes and if if smelly gabe had never been there to crush sally's dreams they would be like rolling in money right now because she would have already gone through school she would have had her career as a writer going and they should be rolling in the dough right now but you know why they aren't because of smelly gabe and that's why he deserves a vote off the island this week and this is slightly retroactive for not having the segment in the last book and he needed at least one um but that's how i got there
0: (laughs) anybody you want to go sure um my vote is for joe bob (laughs) I think Joe Bob's the worst and like the fact that he was the last one standing made me the most mad at him um he just I don't know he just seemed like a little snake like even for a monster I don't know he just seemed like not someone I'd ever want to come into contact with like I would have like coffee with Medusa like I would but I just I would would not look at Joe Bob I, I just think he is the worst of Every quality. <laughs> or at least that's how he was portrayed. So, you know, voting him off the island, sending him to Tartarus, not looking back. <laughs> um, a person who I thought did really bad this this chapter um was the gym teacher. Mm. time yep. to wake up. Like literally like like I get like the the cliche of like like a like a sleepy, like an old teacher who doesn't pay attention to anything, but like, seriously, dude? Uh-oh. And also, that somehow passes on to the school, because I feel like every teacher that was mentioned at this progressive school was like, not that hot, like, not very good. Yeah. So, honestly, any teacher that was mentioned in this chapter, I feel like they just weren't doing doing their job correctly. Okay. And that's the school's fault. Yeah. Maybe the okay. school is a fault.
1: So, uh, so, a vote off for teachers in general?
0: <laughs> no, it's a vote off for that school.
1: For teachers no, at the, the school. Whole, the entire
0: me. establishment of that school. It's like Meriwether yeah. or something? I don't the name Yeah, something prep.
1: Huh? Meriwether prep, is that right? Like, I think that so. sounds a little right.
0: Meriwether College.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes. Meriwether College prep. Be blah, 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 boo. All right, folks, that wraps it up for our first Sea of Monsters episode. (laughs) Tune in next week where we will be talking about...
0: Uh, Okay, we will be talking about (laughs) chapters three and four. We hail the taxi of eternal torment and Tyson plays of fire through a theme of chaos.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Make sure to follow us on all of our social medias. We're on every platform at Richmond's Camp. And we have a Redbubble store and we have a Patreon.
1: So go check um, it out. You. <laughs> Bye.
0: Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.